Hi, everybody. Welcome to Podcast of a Lady on Fire. <laughs> oh my gosh, we made it. We are exploring the filmmaking themes and community involved in Celine Siama's Portrait of a Lady on Fire for the 28th time. What? We are your hosts. I'm Laurel Hachinova. And I'm Audrini. <laughs> yeah, woo! <laughs> And today is our 28th episode. 28. 28. So for our 28th episode, we are going to be concluding our listener series. It's the fifth in our series. And we have saved some of the best responses for last because 28. Yep. We're going to share your questions for Celine, which we will not even attempt to answer on her behalf. Right. Yep. But we just want to share it in case she's listening and feels like answering. <laughs> and we will also share the impact that portrait has had on your life, which has been incredibly moving and inspiring. And we're also going to answer some more of your Ask Us Anything questions. We'll answer 28 of them. No, we're not going to do no. that. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we're going to, even though we're ending our series, we're going to continue answering the Ask Us Anything questions kind of scattered throughout <laughs> the next episodes until we get through all of them, or maybe all of them, most of them, or until we get <laughs> sick of talking about ourselves. Which could be soon. It could be this episode. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of quick disclaimers. You know, and by now, we don't speak French. And we apologize in advance for our pronunciation. We also apologize if we mess up your name or your username. And we are assuming that you've watched the movie because we might have spoilers in this episode. Mm, yeah. Not as many as usual, but some. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's dive in. Yeah. So setting some context, in case you haven't listened to the previous four episodes, we posted a bunch of questions in our Instagram stories for y'all to respond to. And boy, did you respond. <laughs> this question that we're starting with today is, if you could ask Celine one thing, what would it be? And to start out with, one of the themes that came up quite a bit is whether or not Celine will marry you. So we won't be answering that on her behalf. What? But <laughs> just kidding. The answer is yeah. She's marrying all of she's you. She's marrying all of you in a mass wedding. It's <laughs> kind of great. You heard it here first. I'm sorry, but like I, I don't know why this surprised me, but I am. I really, <laughs> really love it. Like I love yeah. that several people asked if Celine will take their hand in marriage. Right. Yes. Yes. So thank you for that. Yeah. So lots of proposals for Celine there. Yeah, they were mostly like, you know, I'd ask for her hand in marriage or just flat out marry me, question mark. Yeah. Although I like Ma Larisa's response, which is marry me. Ha ha, kidding. Why did you have to ruin our lives three times? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate like the progression of this question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Marry me. You ruined my life <laughs> three times. Great. You ruined my life. Therefore, you must marry me. <laughs> A couple of people, interestingly, asked, what happened to your glasses and can you bring them mm. back? Jen Cyclopedia Brown asked in French, où sont vos lunettes? Mm -hmm. And then from Macklin, they said, what's it like having the biggest like, energy on the planet? <laughs> Great question. Yep. Talia says, are you afraid to make your next movie? Because I am afraid of your next movie. <laughs> Laughing, crying emoji. I think that can be interpreted in many ways, right? Like yeah. the fact that Portrait was so perfect in so many ways. Like, how can you top that? But then mm -hmm, also yeah. Portrait destroyed right, a lot yeah. of us in so many ways. <laughs> like, can we handle another one that's also going to destroy? Like, what is left to be destroyed? Can you yeah. destroy the undead? <laughs> We've got one that's like, how is life after Portrait? That's kind of interesting. Like, mm -hmm. what has her life been like since the global acclaim sounds like it's been busy yeah it seems busy death by chocolate asked 
or requested that Celine release her films in India, in theaters in India, yeah. which would, yes, <laughs> I support that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Etha Chubbs said, please may I have a hug after yeah. COVID, of course. <laughs> Emma writes, how did you base Tomboy on every detail of my childhood? How did you know? Ooh. <laughs> And then this one from Francisca, which really resonated with me, in all caps, how did she create such a masterpiece? <laughs> <laughs> Kate the Cunning asked if I could buy her a beer with a <laughs> sunglass face emoji. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something that I've, I've also wanted to ask her, but Janelle asks, was there a political reason for naming the lead character Marianne? Because her other films also have their lead characters' names are derivatives of Marianne. And this is something that Valerie brought up in her in her interview, too. So Celine, in that interview, said that it's sort of like the way that the films hold hands, which I think is really sweet. Mm. I'm curious about the origin, like, why that name specifically, though? So cool. It's very inconclusive. <laughs> Let us know. Segment yeah. here. <laughs> Someone asked for Celine's coming out story. Mm. Yeah, that'd be super interesting. A veiled light asks, where do you get your shoes and suits? <laughs> Are you really in a band? Is she in a band? What? Aren't we all? <laughs> so we'll close it out with an audio clip that Kate sent us, which I'm going to play right now. First of all, I just want to say that this podcast gives me life every Friday. I love this podcast so much. And if I could ask Celine anything, I'd ask her to do a master class on screenwriting. Also, I'd ask her, how do I find the love that is shown in portrait? Like, how do I do that? Wow. First of all, thank you for the love. Yeah, we appreciate that a lot. Hearing that gives us life. Yeah. Totally agree on the master class on screenwriting. (laughs) I would take that. Oh, my God. In a heartbeat. I love that Kate asked for two giant things. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do I find the love that, like, Marianne and... Eloise found? Is that what? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how to. I mean, it's not for us to answer. So <laughs> that's the beauty of this question. <laughs> so we can just pass it back to, we just put it out there. Yeah, great. You know. All right. So now we are going to talk about the question that we asked in Instagram was, what impact has Portrait had on your life? And you responded. The responses were incredible. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely found themes which shouldn't surprise anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And almost a third of you wrote that learning French is now a thing that is happening in your life. Me too. I'm in this group. I thought it was pretty outstanding. Like, I guess it's no surprise that a lot of people are learning French, obviously, but I think it's incredible that like a third of the people who responded, you know, listed that as how it's changed their life. I wonder if Duolingo saw like a significant bump after Portrait was (laughs) released with their like French module. That's a good question. (laughs) If you're listening Duolingo, (laughs) share your data with us. I'm so curious. Also, if you want to sponsor the podcast, that's not a bad Idea. Ooh, our first sponsor. <laughs> we got this one from Ketsy Girl. The good is that I'm learning French. Bad is that I haven't enjoyed other movies as much. Yeah, and that'll come up again as a summer <laughs> theme. And then from our buddy Kaisan said, learning French four hours plus a day since March and also became a real cinephile and reclaimed the word lesbian. Wow. Four hours a day. Yeah. Also reclaiming the word lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> wow, fantastic. Great. I liked this one from Stace Your Face. I'm level four on Duolingo, and I got a P28 tattoo, and now I have only one interest. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you you have a couple interests, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, a lot of you responded with how it's impacted your life in you know multiple ways, not just learning French. But for example, you wouldn't like me said learning French, hope to get into oil painting soon, and also learning Vivaldi on guitar. Yep, and that's also going to come up as well. Xiao Jing says they're taking French as an elective at their university now. That's cool. That's commitment. And then this one by Hypnos5, I'm learning French and picked up embroidery. Hari Bonbon said learning French, learning piano to play the summer presto, and also going to see Adele's play in December. Wow, so that's, that's cool. great. Yeah. So another theme that emerged from the way that this film has impacted your life is lots of people talked about how this film has essentially like inspired them to either take up film studies or go deeper into film studies or has changed the way in which they are approaching filmmaking. So I thought that was pretty freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. For example, from Annalisa Consolo, they said, I completely rewrote a screenplay I was working on beginning to end. Wow. Yeah. From It's the Arts says... I am going to study film in France. That's cool. Very cool. I would love to join you. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and then from Polly Mango, I'm making a film with only diegetic music, which is essentially what Celine did. If In case you don't know what diegetic music is, it is music that comes from within the world of the movie. So not the soundtrack, right? But in the example of portrait, it's the choral music you hear, the singing, that's diegetic. What do you call, is it like non-diegetic music? Yeah, non-diegetic okay. sound comes from outside of the world. So that's like the soundtrack. If you have mm-hmm. like narration, that's also non-diegetic. Yeah. And it's fun when they, never mind, I'm not going to get into it. What? Okay. <laughs> well, I like it when they do it, like they're playing something like it is non-diegetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they like pan the camera and it's like there are a quartet of strings right, nearby. Right, right. Okay. From Taylor M. Hicks, it confirmed my desire to become a filmmaker. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. And then from Sophia, they said, sparked my new love of script writing and period films. It shaped my quarantine. Mm, That's a great one. Yeah, it definitely shaped my quarantine. Safe to say that it's probably shaped our quarantine as well. (laughs) And then you've got this one from L. Barker Film, reviewing my French and more in tune with how detailed I want to be in my future filmmaking. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I can see how, how Celine would inspire anyone to kind of rethink their approach to filmmaking. Yep. So another theme that popped up is how Portrait has not only ruined movies for a bunch of us, but also made us appreciate film in general a lot more. (laughs) That's interesting how it's done both. It's like you've grown this appreciation to learn how bad everything else is. Yeah. Like that's the ruin thing. That's That's wonderful. (laughs) I think that's the story. (laughs) (laughs) I can now appreciate how terrible everything else is. Yes, exactly. There you go. Yeah. From Marianne Eloise Sophie, I haven't been able to enjoy another movie or book for weeks after seeing Portrait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From Sound by Laura, they said it has made average movies less tolerable. <laughs> Good. <laughs> or bad. I don't know. If that's, yeah. Does that mean it's made bad movies intolerable? Completely unwatchable? Yeah, yeah. completely unwatchable. Yeah. From Je suis Jassy, learning French, feminism, can't watch any other movie, learning art. <laughs> I like that they just slid that in there. Like, yeah, I'm learning all these things and I can't watch anything else. Right, right. (laughs) Wonderful. And the people who expressed their interest or their appreciation for film include Go To Georgia, who said it has changed the way I view movies and their female representation, which is great. And from Hollowell Studios, become a fan of Claire's work, as well as Celine Noemi Nadal. From Tamara, they said, I started to look at films with a whole new perspective. I am more sensible to themes and intentions. From The Real Janelle, 
bought a camera watching and thinking about films way more what kind of camera yeah (laughs) although i guess a lot of the dslrs now it's like you do everything so yeah yeah and then from caitlin said i signed up for a criterion channel account and started watching films quote unquote films (laughs) (laughs) i'm assuming this means like capital f yes films capital c cinema type yeah (laughs) i mean you don't sign up for criterion to watch like (laughs) dumb and dumber right Mall cop. I don't know. Yeah. Mall cop. <laughs> Nothing wrong with mall cop. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. It's just my go to. That is a like, capital yeah. F film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Valerie Complex, it changed the way I look at cinema. Wow. She did not say wow. I said wow. <laughs> just you know, particularly lesbian cinema. Whew. That's great. Okay. And then another sort of theme that we teased out of your responses was just the low key you know, theme of feminism. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly becoming more feminist, I guess. Mm -hmm, Not so much becoming a feminist, period. From Talia, they said, I am a bigger feminist than I was before. Yep. From Shana Loves Food, I've realized what was missing from the media I was consuming, the female perspective, equality. And then a few people also talked about following the advocacies of Celine and Adele. Mm Mm-hmm. And we also got this wonderful audio message from Lily. Hi. First, uh, pardon my English because I'm French, so sorry for my mistakes. And I wanted to answer the question, what impact did Portrait had on your life? And for me, it would be that I feel way more confident about my feminist convictions because those women inspire me so much and I feel no longer afraid to be what I am and to affirm my convictions and I have read a lot of essays about feminism and I really enjoy now to have some arguments with people because I have some tools to to argue with them so I would say it's the biggest impact. That was super cool. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Man, yeah. I like that you enjoy arguing with people now. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Also, I just have to say, Lily, your English is actually superb. Yeah. So one of the other really big themes that came out of this is that Portrait has encouraged a bunch of us to start creating, which is really cool. So making art, specifically doing embroidery for a lot of... So painting, embroidery, learning music, listening to more music... So we'll read a couple of these. One from just me. Not me, but them. It's just... <laughs> was like you. One from just me. Just me. I have started to draw again. I'm learning French and I realized I actually like classical music. And from Brianna said painting more than usual and just started embroidery. From Satarang Isalam. I am an artist, but I didn't do portraits before the movie. Now I'm obsessed with faces. I just am so impressed with... Everything this film has inspired people to do. Yeah. The power of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the talent of all you folks. It's so incredible. From Valin Ripple, I started painting again. Several exclamation marks. <laughs> I'm so grateful. We are grateful too. <laughs> but also several exclamation marks after that. Yes. From Did Up Pharaoh, I went back to embroidery. From Duras Green, they said, it's embroidery. <laughs> That's not me. That They said that. <laughs> <laughs> From Firefly, I learned Vivaldi's Summer Presto on the piano. That's great. Is it online? I would love to hear it. Y'all should play together in an orchestra. Yeah. yeah. 
from Floto Stream. Ha 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 ha. Learning Vivaldi <laughs> on piano. <laughs> Wicked laugh. <laughs> a bunch of people also said that they're just listening to a lot more classical music now or listening to Vivaldi all day, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's great. So another theme that we thought was kind of interesting, some people had mentioned that this film broke their heart, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was also some people who specifically define a before and after portrait. Okay. (laughs) That's how impactful this film is, right? There's like before you saw the movie and after you saw the movie. And so from Francisca, I have a before and after portrait now in my life. It changed me. From Nina Bean, my life is now measured in before portrait and after portrait. (laughs) BPAP. And then we got this one from Ingo Pingo. Huge. My heart broke and grew at the same time. I really like the way you phrased that. Yep. And then we have a bunch of stuff that we couldn't quite categorize, but we thought were pretty great anyway. Kate the Cunning says, I say voila and woman's all the freaking time. And (laughs) it's led me to evolve some of my therapeutic strategies with clients. They are a therapist. That's interesting. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) There's no real category for this. I guess this kind of fits under heartbreak, but from Isha, they said, I period M period ruined. (laughs) From Alice in Somewhereland, drinking more red wine, but that might just be because of Karuna. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. So from TC, they said, got introduced to the French indie music scene, specifically a band called Fishbach, by Twitter portrait fans. That's pretty cool. We got a couple about armpits specifically. Anne has proudly stopped shaving, or <laughs> I was going to say, Anne has proudly stopped shaving my armpits. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And writes that they have proudly stopped shaving their armpits. What was it like having them shave their armpits before, <laughs> Laurel? <laughs> Delicate. <laughs> Tender. From Jessica, my yearning has increased. I'm cooking more mushrooms. <laughs> what kind of mushrooms? And I'm now turned on by armpits. So that is the full package yeah. <laughs> of change. The full portrait package. <laughs> we got a few people who wrote in about their tattoos. I'm surprised not more. So yeah, earlier we mentioned Stacey Your Face got not first tattoo, but P28 tattoo. I don't know. Yep. It might be their 10th tattoo. I have no idea. <laughs> and Keenum Automat also said that they got their first tattoo. And we also got this really beautiful response from Nora, which I will read. I'm writing from North Italy, and I saw a portrait in the end of February, just before the lockdown there. It was the last film I saw in theaters. I was so stunned, but couldn't comprehend quite why. It was the next morning that I felt the urge of watching it again, so I ordered the DVD and was super excited when I got it. It was the week of lockdown, and I watched the film 12 times in 14 days, over 20 times by now. I was, and still am, absolutely obsessed with this masterpiece. The quote, don't regret remember, stuck with me ever since I saw the scene, and it changed something within me. So I decided to get a tattoo of this particular sentence on my arm in August. I just couldn't find the right typeface convenient for me. Therefore, my best friend said, why don't you get the handwriting of a person you love? Hence, I asked my mum to write it for me and added three little waves under the quote. She is such an important person to me. She had two heart surgeries and cancer twice. I love the tattoo so much, and now it means even more to me since the week after I made it, my mum told me the cancer was back and there are metastases everywhere. Every day I look at my arm and think of what wonderful time I already spend with my loved ones, even when there may be an end to it in the near future. When life is hitting me hard, I look at my tattoo and feel quite the same as Eloise when she looks at page 28. 
It's just she thinks of the love of her life, and I think of my mom. <sighs> wow, Nora. Thank wow. you so much for sharing that with us. That was so powerful, and <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like at a loss yeah. for words. That was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Another theme that emerged very loosely, we notice a lot of people, this film basically changed their perspective. For example, from Adriana, it made me feel seen and immediately pulled me to work on seeing myself as I am. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. From Fernanda, Celine has changed my perspective about a lot of things, but mainly about my creative process. That's really cool. Yeah. And then from Karina, it made me have a new perspective on love. Mm. From Kate, it's made me more honest with myself about aspects of my relationship that are not great. And then from You Wouldn't Like Me, it just changed the way I see my whole life and the way I saw my old relationships now ended. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting how the movie changes retrospect, you know? Mm. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole film takes place in the past, mm-hmm. in someone's memory, right? So I think it's hard not to feel impacted and like not look at your own history (laughs) (laughs) right right but also like the way that you know she reframes so she reframes our personal history is she's also reframed the history of women in art in general (laughs) yeah it's yeah yeah a lot of layers and to wrap up this section on perspective change we've got a great message from christine who sent us an audio clip okay don't cry don't cry all right Not to sound too passionate and obsessed about Portrait, but after watching it, of course, I needed several hours to function again. And then suddenly, it was like a door has been opened and I was seeing the world in a clearer lens, also known as the Portrait Lens. I've never been much of an art person. I never took the time to learn about paintings. I mean, I knew how to appreciate them, but I never gave them enough attention. I never studied them. I know it's a shame. Because of portrait, I suddenly found myself wanting to learn a lot of things. I wanted to learn French and everything about cinema and art history and feminism. I'm actually on my 23rd day streak on Duolingo. The goal is to watch portrait one day without the aid of English subtitles. And I look at paintings and artists now and read as much as I can about them. Because of portrait, I can't look at things without focusing on the color, the highlights and the shadows, wishing I can put them on canvas the way Marion did. My life changed drastically in just a month, I think. It was over a month. And I love it. I've never felt so seen in my entire life. Thank you, Christine, for sharing that. Yeah, I think another subset of this perspective change theme is feeling seen, sometimes for the first time. Yeah. Thanks, Celine, for making us all feel seen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for looking at us. (laughs) (laughs) I just pictured Celine doing blue steel. (laughs) Just like, yeah, (laughs) nice. And then another theme that surfaced is that the film awakened things within us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It awakened, for example, this one from Shadacious. I've had strong romantic and physical attractions towards women for most of my life, but never gave in to them and have always dated men. I've watched Portrait so many times because it's pushed me to finally open up to part of me I've always wanted to know. I've had a conversation with my boyfriend about opening a relationship for me to go on some dates with women. 
I'm not sure it's the most ideal move for us as a couple, but this film has encouraged me to make a path and finally explore with full disclosure of the situation to whomever wants to walk with me. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for being so candid and open and and sharing your story with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you are not alone. We've heard from several people about how Portrait has kind of made them realize these types of things about themselves. And that's, man, that's great that you are exploring this. Yeah. I mean, on a personal note, like I had a similar experience when I was much younger and I saw a film that was not very lesbianic. I mean, there were lesbian elements, but I think that there was also an awakening at that point in my life as well. So that just speaks to the power of movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then we mentioned this on a previous episode, but from Millennial Actress, they said that Portrait helped them come to terms with their sexuality and heal from breakup and inspired them. Yeah. This movie does a lot of things. (laughs) Wow. All right. So we're going to close out our series and this category of life impact with what we think is one of the, personally for us, and I think a lot of people, one of the most amazing things to come out of this film, which is the cultivation of relationships, the forming of new relationships. Community. And, you know, portrait nation, basically. Yeah, yeah. Or even just feeling like more connected to people, you know? So like, even if you feel like you haven't made friends specifically. Right. I think it also goes back to feeling seen. Yeah. Probably on like multiple levels, like not just through the film, but even if you're not forming new relationships, I think the fact that you're like, like you have this film that made you feel seen, but then on top of that, you're listening to this podcast and you're probably participating on Instagram and other things. And we're all kind of like looking at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So yeah, we'll share some of these from this theme. From Roe, I understood how much I love my girlfriend and her importance in my life. That's great. Someone else said, connecting with lesbians, loner otherwise. We are pro-connecting with lesbians. We support that. (laughs) And also fine with being a loner otherwise. That's great. totally. Similarly, from Macklin LM, I know a lot more lesbians now. LOL. (laughs) Yeah, same, (laughs) actually. And then from Snugglybug, I'm learning French, have made so many effing friends, and have plans with them to visit France next year. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. <laughs> Portrait cruise. <laughs> Less, no, maybe not for like at least another no, 10 no, years. No. No, no. Oh, God. Right. Bring your own food <laughs> yeah. on this cruise ship. <laughs> no buffets. And also maybe your own breathing apparatus. A lot of hand sanitizer. Also, cruise ships are terrible for the environment, but that's mm. another story. <laughs> From Valerie Complex, I've gotten to know more French folks. Us too. (laughs) That's true, yeah. From Malariza, I met some really wonderful people through Portrait. Portrait has changed my life in so many ways. I did things that I don't normally do, like joining fandoms. (gasps) Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I... (laughs) Sorry, we're reacting as we read this. Yeah. And I think I even met the Marianne to my Eloise through portrait. Oh, what? <laughs> but this one is still in progress. Haha. But what matters <laughs> is that I met a lot of sensible and beautiful souls through this magnificent film. It has become one of my gauges if I would like someone. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Like, uh, do you like Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Extra points if she knows it right away. <laughs> if not, but likes it after, then hello, new friend. And yes, I did download Duolingo 2 because of this film, and I've been thinking about seriously migrating to France. Wow. So yeah, that's how this film has impacted me so far, and I know I am not alone on this journey. It's true you're not. (laughs) I think the most essential impact of this film is that it promotes solidarity and harmony amongst women, regardless of age, sexual identity, or race. 
Celine was able to build this strong bond among us, and for this, I will be forever grateful. Us too, Malariza. Us too. Wow. <laughs> that was incredible. There was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the idea of this being like sort of a gauge, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if Tinder added this to the profile, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> your filters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to close this out, we have a clip. We heard a little bit from this person in, in a previous episode, but we thought that this part of their response would be a great way to wrap up the series. So thank you again, Zena, for sending this in. And here you go. The best thing ever has been witnessing what we call Portrait Nation slowly build and grow and just the the outpouring of love for this absolute masterpiece shared across the globe ever since. For me personally, it reignited a love of films. Back when I was feeling very jaded and disillusioned by it all, uh, it imparted upon me this new fearless uh, and hopeful approach to love through its stories and themes and it will honestly stay with me forever and hundreds of watches of the film later i i thank you guys for keeping this flame alive uh thanks for listening uh take care oh uh, yeah summed it up very well we feel the same mm-hmm. way about portrait nation yeah it's true. I feel like this series that we've been doing has been a love letter back and forth. Yeah. And so it's it's been really nice and heartwarming during this really incredibly shitty, ambiguous time <laughs> to have this dialogue with everyone. So thank you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we did it! Yay! Thank you, everyone, so much. So, so, so much for writing in and... Yeah, and sharing your stories. Exploding your hearts on our screens. <laughs> No, yeah, thanks for sharing your stories, your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings, what's been happening in your life because of this film. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep the fire burning. (laughs) All right, before we say goodbye today, we are going to pull a question out of the Ask Us Anything hat, and we're going to answer one question. Wow, we're really dragging this out. (laughs) The question that we will answer today, asked by listener Shayna, is... How did you two meet? (laughs) And we thought that this would be appropriate for this episode because we met through Portrait. It's true. Basically. Well, kind of. So we actually don't know how we originally. (laughs) It just sort of happened. Like all of a sudden, Laurel appeared in my Zoom and I was like, what's going on? (laughs) Well, we were mutually following each other on Instagram for no apparent reason. And then... We didn't actually interact with each other at all until... I'm sure I liked a post here and there. Oh, sure. Okay, sure. Okay. But we didn't... We hadn't actually talked to each other at any length. Or even, like, I don't know that either of us even commented on each other's posts very much Mm -mm. until Audrey started posting about Portrait of a Lady on Fire. She did one post, I think, probably after you first watched it, maybe? Yes. I think right after I watched it, I posted the sort of painterly poster with the fire. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I saw that, I, I assume I liked the post, but I hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, what's the big deal? And then I finally got to see it when it came to Hulu. Wait, 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 wait. You should what? talk okay. about your, your yes. comment because you were like, I think I posted that and you commented and you were like, should I watch oh. this? Is it going to be a horrible, tragic really? ending? Was that after your first one? I'm not sure. Maybe we should look this up. <laughs> I'm going to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you posted the fire painting on February 16th. I said, have you seen it? 
is it sad? I'm wary of queer love stories that end sadly. And then you said, I have. And spoiler alert for anyone else reading this, it's sad, but not like broke back sad. <laughs> it's sad in this poetic, beautiful way that didn't make me angry because Jeebus Christ, we don't need another heartbreaking queer film. I'm wary as well, but thought it was still wonderful and worth it. I was like really trying to contain myself because I, I was actually in my head like, if you don't fucking watch this, I'm going to like go to your house and like drag you. <laughs> but then it's like, I don't really know you. And I also didn't want to like, right, I yeah. didn't want to like oversell it too, you know, because I, I didn't know anything about you. So I had no idea like what kind of films you're into, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I will dare to watch this queer period piece. <laughs> and then it looks like someone, are you looking at the post? Yeah, now? I am looking at the post. So about like <laughs> 17 weeks later someone <laughs> i think someone who probably follows our instagram account yeah. and listens hi k said <laughs> and the podcast was created fire emoji which is incredible i love that someone <laughs> found this but it's not quite accurate because it wasn't created until the second portrait post Mm-mm. but good on you for finding that so we get to march 18th so a month later <laughs> oh i like this timeline mm-hmm. oh wait no no i don't think it's that one it's on March 26th, I posted a picture of, I think it was taken from Neon of the two of them sitting at the harpsichord and wrote, <laughs> I'm clap. So- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Followed by three separate gifts. Oh, of-, of, yeah, thank you. Of Kristen Wiig, you know, as uh, on SNL, like surprise party lady. Anyway, basically saying I'm so <laughs> freaking excited. But I wrote, I'm so freaking excited because Neon had just announced that portrait had been picked up by Hulu. And then... And then I said, I have watched this three times in two days, including twice with my girlfriend. And then I downloaded Tumblr for the first time in years for the fandom slash gift galleries. And then I responded with, ah! (laughs) And then I responded again with, (laughs) And then in a separate response, I said, yes! (laughs) And then a separate response, I said, literally 99% of my suggested posts on Instagram are portrait Adele Noemi Celine related now because it's the only content I care about. And then I said, I am just now taking a short break from watching (laughs) and reading every interview they have done. So yeah, if you ever decide you'd like to make quote unquote podcast of Lady on Fire, I'm here. And I said this very casually because I still didn't know you very well. And I was like, I don't want this person to think I'm I'm a giant nerd. But that's (laughs) Uh, you said it casually and I took it casually. I was like, I responded with what I respond to a lot when I'm like, um, okay, like, that's an interesting idea, but I'm not really going to pay attention to it. And I said, ooh, painter person emoji, fire emoji, heart face emoji, shock emoji, think emoji. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. I'm, I didn't say that, though. In my head, I, wow. I said, fuck you. And then out loud, I said, in all caps, I'm serious. Regardez-moi. <laughs> And then I said, return et toi. I'm intrigued, several exclamation marks. I'm still like, oh, shit. Well, no, okay, at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. I think she might be serious. I don't know how to say no. (laughs) That's great. Yes! I found someone who's easily swayed into doing things. Oh, oh. Well, I wouldn't say easily swayed. It took a second comment. I don't know, man. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's when everything happened because at some point we yeah. we must have been messaging separately. Yeah. And then I think a week later we recorded our first episode. So I was just, I was really nervous because I am not <laughs> like, I hate public speaking. I'm an introvert. I'm very shy. Although everyone tells me that's not the case. So I don't know. I'm telling you how I feel, <laughs> not how I'm perceived. 
And so I was really nervous about putting myself out there like that. And I was worried that I was just going to sound like an idiot, which I probably (laughs) do, but I'm like, okay with it now. Like I've come to terms with that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's nice having someone else to sound like an idiot with, although you don't sound like an idiot. So you don't sound like an idiot either. You make us both look good. (laughs) You're the one who does the audio editing. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Well, I found that our first DM was April 5th. Wait, so what's the date on that last Instagram post? Was it March 26th? That was the actual thing. The comment, I don't know. Oh, and then the comment is like done in weeks, right? Okay, yeah. Well, probably right after that, I sent a direct message that said, Bonjour, (laughs) what's your email? I will bombard you with fire emoji, rainbow emoji, painter emoji, two dancers emoji, color palette emoji, fire emoji, podcast ideas. And then it took you two hours to respond, and I got very nervous. Really? That's a, that's <laughs> fast for me. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. No, it's, yeah, that's the same for me. It's like, I won't respond for several days, yeah. but if you don't respond immediately, I'm like, oh my God, she hates me. Wow. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you convinced me. I think it was the two ladies and the paint palette emoji that did it. <laughs> yeah. I think so yeah. <laughs> Wait, so there's like another part to the story, which is we found out that... My sister's, so my nieces, my sister's kids, their babysitter of several years, it turns out (laughs) that she is your girlfriend's childhood best friend, right? Right. Yes. And that is... Definitely not how we met. Definitely not how we met, but like kind of a small world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get the impression that the Bay Area is kind of like that Mm. in some circles, though. I feel like it's like that in the queer circles, but I don't. Mm, But not the babysitting circles. Necessarily the babysitting circles, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. And that's how we met. And that's how this is coming to your ears right now. Yeah. 28.5 episodes later. (laughs) Now you know. All right. Well, that was our show. That was the show. Thank you for joining us on this long and wonderful journey. Yes, we couldn't have, we literally could not have done these last five shows without oh, you. Yeah, so true. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank you for <laughs> participating. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Did we leave anything out? Have any burning questions for the next show? Tell us. You can email us at podcastofaladyonfire at gmail.com and or find us on Instagram at podcastofaladyonfire. Also Twitter at <laughs> P-O-A-L-O-F podcast. Lastly, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider rating us on Apple Podcasts as it helps others find the show. Thanks, as always, for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Woo! Next week! Bye! Yay! Bye! (laughs) Bye!